This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, one of the first places to pick up uh, on the fishing and also the shrimping is the center of the state down in the Grand Isle Coastal Area. And Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com keeps us up to date on what's happening in that area, and he does so this morning. Good morning, Daryl. What can you tell us about fishing Grand Isle? Looks like we got a big change in the weather coming later today. Yeah, well, Don, that's been the problem is the changing in the weather. We uh, we started off the week. You know, lots of birds, lots of lots of fish, uh, shrimp jumping everywhere. A lot more catfish under them than trout. But we were finding the trout on all the, the lower lower reefs and the points on the islands and so forth. Um, then of course we had to sit out like all, all week long, like everybody else, with that little tropical system or whatever they call it. And then of course yesterday was the first day we could really get back on the water, and found that you know in some spots the water was just chewed up really bad. It was it was muddy muddy. But in other spots, you were able to find some decent clean water. And maybe it was too rough for those fish to eat during those few days that they were out there because, man, they were hungry yesterday. Uh, Everybody that fished yesterday caught fish everywhere from Grand Isle over toward the Empire area where you have Mitch talk about a lot of times. There was a whole lot of fish caught real heavy on the shrimp right now. Uh, Shrimp under a cork was the the primary method anywhere you went. Um, Fish were full of eggs. I mean, I heard, I heard one guy yesterday, in fact, your buddy, Chris Macaluso, was down here yesterday. And, you know, he, he had a, uh, what, 18-inch or so trout in his hand, and he's like, man, this is the heaviest 18-inch trout I've ever I've ever seen, you know, ever felt. And uh, the fish are all full of eggs. I mean, uh, so, I mean, we're going to have a good spawn coming this, this moon. So, I mean, everything is shaping up just like you teed it up. It's one of the first places to turn on, and, man, it, it's on. It's just we've got to get some – good weather windows to let everything calm down and really be able to get on them and pattern them. You know, Dow, every once in a while, some of our, our listeners who may be novice or new to fishing, uh, making transition from fresh water to salt water, they hear us talking in jargon terms. And, and so I try to make it plain but, and just use those terms that are understood by us. It's like a different language. And when you mention, as many of our reporters do, you got to find clean water. What do you mean by clean water? How do you judge when water is clean or water is dirty? Sometimes it's very obvious. It looks like chocolate milk and it's got foam all right. over it. But other times it's a little bit more subtle. What, what, describe what you would say is clean water. Well, the first thing, the first thing, if you, if you want perfect conditions, you want the water to have a little bit of a greener tint to it, you know, some good gulf water. But that's not always the case. I typically judge the clarity of the water by either, you know, the lower unit on the engine or more particularly the trolling motor. If you believe all of the the hype we've been taught over the years, the fish, especially trout, feed primarily, number one, by sight, and then number two, their second method is by sound, thus the popping corks and the shrimp. So you want them to be able to see the bait to some extent. And... You know, if, we, if we've got a foot and a half, two foot of visibility in the water and it's not full of sediment and muck because it's been churned up all week, then that's certainly fishable. And uh, that's kind of the ideal conditions we're looking for. 
because you don't want it. You know, every now and then we get what we jargon again. We get that Florida water in here, that green water that's very clear. You can actually see the fish approaching the bait. That is a little bit too clear sometimes. It'll make the fish spooky. You know, they they're not as committal. They they don't commit as quickly to the bait. You got to more finesse things. So what you're looking for is, you know, me particular, I like at least. 16 to 20 inches of clarity in the water. That's what I consider our perfect conditions. You get too much cloudier than that in the wintertime, and we call it catfish water because you're going to get more catfish than anything else. Thanks for that explanation. Daryl, something else you mentioned, uh, birds. There's no better indicator of fish than seagulls swarming and, and, and hitting on bait that's driven up to the top of the surface by fish feeding underneath. Sometimes it's those big uh, gaff tops and you got to move on, but other times it's speckle trout. And a lot of people tell me, oh, I saw the birds working, I went in there to get them real quick, and all of a sudden they shut down. Why did they shut down? What are some of the, the etiquette uh, behavior when you're approaching a school of a fish feeding under a flock of birds? Well, the first thing is, I mean, down here, they've been a little bit, sometimes the birds are just spooky. The birds leave. You can't keep track of the fish unless you can see the fish, unless you can see the shrimp jumping. <laughs> Depending on your tide, if, you, if you've got a normal tide that's not ripping, I don't care if you've got to make that extra one mile. You may, you know, go around and get on the upwind side to where you can shut down and be as quiet as possible, whether it be trolling motor or just a drift and drift into those fish. Because if you run up on them with the big engine, you're going to scatter them. If you run on them too hot with the trolling motor, you're going to scatter them. And sometimes when the birds leave, it doesn't mean that the fish have left. You've got to just watch the surface water like Jeff was talking. You've got to learn how to read the water. If you see the bait still popping, then go for it. But if you approach from the, from the upwind direction, you can get a longer cast on them. You can fish them from further away. And, man, I, I guess the, the most important piece of etiquette is if you see somebody fishing a, a flock of birds, don't run right up there. You know, go around them. If you're just going from A to B, go around them. Let them enjoy what they're doing. Or shut down a good quarter mile from them and ease in if you want to share the flock of birds. Yep, always good to turn the trolling motor on and slip on there as easy as you can. There's no better and quicker way to fill a box than to, to get in on those speckled trout feeding underneath those birds. That's some great action, and can't wait for it to happen. And it's, uh, it's and don't try to fish them with live bait because you're going to waste too much time. Always have a rod rig with plastic. If they're under the birds, they're going to hit anything that moves in the water. That's a fact. Thanks for the report, Daryl. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Uh, go get them, and uh, we'll catch up with you again next week. If somebody wants to contact you, it's realscreamers.com, and give them that telephone number. 225-937-6288. And, Don, you have a wonderful day. Thank you. I will do that. Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.